What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Welcome back to the Good Boys Podcast. We are Brett and Todd. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was, that was, that was that okay. Pretty good. Cool. Why, why don't you talk like pretend like you're talking to your friend Emilio, like you were okay. at dinner last uh, night? Oh shit! <laughs> when I, when I Facetimed him, yeah, you okay. were like, "What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> Welcome back to the That's Good it. Boys. That's it. That's it. You nailed it." Welcome back to the Good Boys Podcast. I am Todd, and this is Brett. Sometimes they call me Toddy on the internet. It's very childish, I know. And today's guest, we have our first guest, actually. This is this is a, a sight for sore eyes. It's really exciting. <laughs> it's, it's making everyone's <laughs> eyes sore, if that's what you mean. We have Jason Nash. Jason is... Welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me on the oh, Good Boys. Man. This is really exciting. One of the first exciting. episodes. Yes. I, I'm honored episodes. to be here, and, yeah. and I, I know it's going to be a really... Fun time. I'd like to take the moment now to, I think what would be best is if something I learned in my improv class is just an exercise okay. that uh, we would do um, before every class. Um, my instructor, uh, Timothy, he would um, take everybody out of the room and then start massaging my shoulders. <laughs> um, and I found it really liberating and, you know, and a great way to just get the mind working. Okay. So, I um, like that. You know, if I wasn't a music, do you want to be I, Timothy or? I wanted, I wanted <laughs> to be, be a masseuse if I wasn't oh, a music. You wanted to be a masseuse? <laughs> so here. <laughs> we have we have Brett massaging. Brett's massaging Jason's that's shoulders right now. That's really good. Brett, okay, okay, actually, I, I have vlogger's arm. Jason has vlogger. Oh, you weren't there for vlogger's arm in Europe. How's that? Okay. Ow! It's good. <laughs> you weren't there for vlogger's arm. I wasn't. What happened? Right after you left, okay. everything went downhill. Oh, was Brett. it after he left? Yeah. We were just okay. You just screamed when I touched. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you really, you really hit a pressure point. <laughs> Did that actually hurt? Well, Timothy was much, much <laughs> more gentle. Yeah, much more gentle. gentle. I'm sorry, Jason. I would like you to, to improv uh, milk. That was the name of the improv, improv group. <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. What were you gonna say? What kind of milk? Two percent. Um. Or is it like Odie in no, LA? Skim. Skim. <laughs> Skim. <laughs> Jason, what I was going to say, oh yeah, Jason, um, we've been we've been around our friends since we got back from Europe and we were at dinner last night It was like Scott and Jay, a couple of our friends, and we just kept talking about Europe in front of them and it's just like, it's like not funny to them, but it's just it's so, so funny to us. Yeah. <laughs> they brought the burrata out. They're like, in Europe, they bring the burrata up uh, uh, before the meal. Whatever. I just always say in Europe. Then, start every sentence with in Europe. In Europe, Jason and I we walked around and he got vloggers on him. Yeah, he did. He he was vlogging so much because the the sights were just a sight to see. I had this camera, this you know, three pound ADD camera, and and uh, uh, you know, and then it might just arm locked up after a while. So I was vlogging so much. Wait, so this is a real thing? Oh yeah, yeah. So, like I couldn't move my arm for like a few wait, days. So did I actually just hurt you when I touched it? No, you think you loosened something up? Oh, okay, good. So but the, the doctor came to my hotel. Yeah. This like German doctor. And I tried to explain it to her, and she was like, "Oh, maybe get a lighter camera." And they're very yeah. liberal with their prescription drugs there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> she wrote me like tramadol, and like she wrote me all these things. No, remember She's Richard? Like, get high on our country. <laughs> Richard, yeah, yeah. Richard was our guy in Vienna, and Richard was a star of Jason's vlog, and he was hilarious. well. Richard, Richard was the head of the hotel, the hotel. Okay. right at the Meridian. Yeah, he, hi, Richard. He, hey, Richard, and he hooked Jason up with his doctor. 
and Jason can do a better impression of, of Richard, but I remember, I think he told me, he's like, oh yes, here in Vienna, you can get any prescription drug, drug you want. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's easy. Not like America. Yeah. He was so funny. Dude, Richard was the best. When, okay. When he R- would say, I know what you're going to say. Wait, wait, which, when we were out at the oh, bar the and cash. he was like, okay, it's time for me to leave. I'm going to eat my girlfriend's pussy. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, yeah. he did. Like, it's time for me to go home and eat my girlfriend's pussy. <laughs> like, it's really funny when they try to say American things. Bro. They know they're being funny. So they'll yeah. say like, bro, what are you doing? Like, they'll say bro <laughs> You very American, yeah. but so dude, weird. I'm like, cause he wanted a party, and we got this table, and then I thought he was gonna be there all night, cause he like yeah. he parties to the break of dawn, and he's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, where are you going? Like Jason said, I'm going. And he grabs me by the shoulders like, <laughs> and looks me in the eye. I'm and she, his mom is there, and his no. sister, and the girlfriend. They're all right there. He's like yelling, I'm going to eat my girlfriend's pussy right now. <laughs> do, do you think that's like a language barrier, or is he just trying to like be funny? What um. I don't know. I I think it's a, uh, yeah, he's just like, they're very liberal with like (laughs) sexual talk and. That's awesome. They're a good good crew. Danielle's Brett's sister and she's a producer on the show. She she helps out with that. Uh, She gets paid well. 12K. 12K a year. 12K a year. It's actually probably true. People that can't see her, nobody can see her except for us. She's off camera. What are your hopes and dreams with this podcast? You know, uh, hopes and dreams. with this podcast, just uh, sell to Spotify eventually. We nice. just make millions. Nice. Millions. Um, no, it's not a cash grab. We're, we actually, we're actually doing this just because um, we like talking to each other a lot. We get along. We have great conversations, we think. Yeah. Brett makes me laugh. What do you, you guys know? talk about off camera? Oh, yeah, what do we talk about off camera? Music? A bunch it's of like shit. Hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh, okay. Hopes and dreams. Like passion. Things we're passionate about. Yeah, you, guys art. Get, you guys get deep. Art. Yeah. Do like, you? I love art. Oh, you do? Yeah, all sorts did, of art. Wait, did you go to the museum with us? No, I, we we didn't end up going the to the Louvre, but we, we yeah we did. You were there. I, I wasn't there when you guys. Oh, went. You weren't there. Oh, yeah, you left when we went to the Louvre. Mona Lisa's smaller than you think. I know, I know. I've seen it. It's like oh, I can't believe you missed that. You would have loved that. Jason's but you know, this is not. The you would have been Lisa. good to have there too, because I don't know what's going on at a, at a museum. I mean, know? to me, it's all like when if it comes when it's food or photography or music. Brett's great with food, especially TV. I approach it all like kind of the same way, where it's like if you just have like. There's, there's certain levels of, of taste. Right. And I also always try to look at things from a perspective of like some people love McDonald's and some people love a nice steak and you have to uh-huh. judge them relatively. So like for uh-huh. me, like it's like, you know, I always say like a, like a Shake Shack is a great burger spot because I think they do a fast food burger the best. Uh-huh. But like if I'm going to eat a nice steak, it's it's on a different playing field versus like really good sushi. Sure, sure. But it, I look at I look uh, that's a metaphor I guess for how I kind of like try to look at art or music uh-huh. or, or film. But you take you take it for what it is. For what you yeah you judge yeah, it for what it is. I, I, yeah. I think I try to do that too. Yeah. Is it all relative? It's all relative. It's like when I watch Real Housewives. Which one? Beverly Hills. Okay. And people make fun of me and I'm like, no, you don't understand like, totally. what it is. Yeah. It's it's time for me to like forget my miserable life <laughs> and not have to think it, or anything and just like sit there. That's like how I feel. Yes, exactly. That's how I feel when I watch like The Bachelor or The Hills. Right. Or The, right. the Bachelor in Paradise. It's terrible TV, but it, right. I like it for what I mean, it is. Say it's know? terrible. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's for me, exciting. That's brother. I love I like, that. I like being like attached to like these like 
people in the show like oh my god is she gonna choose him or him or is he gonna choose her it's, it's exciting yeah. you know so i guess that would uh, to ask a question to you about this right. like is there a tv show or, or a movie that's like really meaningful to you in any way a tv show my favorite tv show of all time is the sopranos okay um, i was actually just watching an episode and earlier today it's so good i haven't watched it in a while a movie my favorite movie is like Goodfellas. Goonies. Goodfellas. I love a Goodfellas. Or the Departed. Right. Or um, anything with Leo. Yeah. That's I what I really feel too. love. Um, Annie Hall is so good. Dude, Annie Hall is amazing. Annie Hall is so have good. Have you seen 500 Days of Summer? 500 Days of Summer is so good. I feel like they they could have really screwed it up. Yeah. And I just, just watched it again on a plane like a, so a month good. ago. I still have you seen it? I still haven't seen it. I sent it to you. I know you did. I, I sent it to you. I always send Todd stuff. It's kind of It's kind of a sad a sad movie right she breaks up with him or yeah but it's so it's, I, it rang true for me because you know i've been in that situation where you like you like love somebody so much and they don't love you yeah, back yeah, yeah. but, but, but they know, also won't let you go either totally yeah so i was like wow but you know that i think it was written where he is the antagonist and she's the protagonist but they show it from the antagonist perspective so that your your brain tells you that you actually think he's the protagonist I don't know if you Whoa. knew that. So if you actually listen to like the director talk about it, it was a, it was based on a personal experience he had. Yeah. And he left the experience feeling like, you know what, when I took a step back, I was I was in the wrong. Like she made it so clear from the beginning oh. that it was never gonna work. Oh, that's so funny. But he keeps he keeps coming back he for keeps more trying. for more. Yeah. And he tries to make it something more than she ever said it was I, supposed can to I, be. Off the record, yeah. I mean this is on the record, that's how I a relationship of mine like two years ago. Mm -hmm. Where I I haven't even seen the movie, yeah. But that like comes true. Like like, that, like I relate to that because I was kind of like him. Kept I kept coming back for more and for more. Right. And then she kind of like it was kind of like led along a little bit, like as like a friendship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with yeah. with uh, Corinna. Yeah, I was <laughs> <you're talking> <laughs> That's how it was. Right, I watched some videos. So <laughs> so I was kind of like the antagonist, I guess. I think when you can like watch a movie like that and then be really introspective with yourself of like wait has has there been relationships in my life where i thought i was the protagonist when really i wasn't <laughs> then it's like a, it's just shock and i think it's really cool to watch that movie right and like rewatch it with oh, that perspective so and then like look at yourself that. i yeah. didn't know that so the script was not written that way i think he intentionally wrote it where like we could have this conversation right right no, that's, that's who, wrote, really cool. who wrote it i don't remember i dated a girl in college and i was like so in love with her and she was so pretty and she hated me so much she just hated me and i remember i was like driving with her and i was like i was like you know everybody thinks i'm great <laughs> my friends all think i'm great and you know people like me people think i'm funny and she just goes she just goes yeah i don't think you're funny oh my at all and i was like okay damn that's that was that, a sad story that's pretty brutal <laughs> what did you do what did you do really after that moment to go through that <laughs> Did you ever see her again? Yeah, I went going. I went back for more and more and more and more and more. more. Yeah, so you're yeah, yeah. like the antagonist, I guess. I was the antagonist. Yeah, wow. that's totally why I related to that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I I have to watch it tonight actually because I can. I mean, two years ago that I could have definitely related to that, but now I'm in the clear, baby. Yeah, yeah you know you're what I'm doing saying. Good. You're, you're doing great. How long have you been seeing Natalie now? Um, a year, over a year. Over. A it'll, year. it'll be like two years. I mean, next year, obviously, in like last year March, was kind of a wash. March, April. I mean, it was kind of weird because during COVID, like there was like no like official like date where we started dating. Right. You know, right, right. one of those COVID relationships. Yeah. At least there was no COVID babies. <laughs> That'd be bad. A little kid running around here. Now you know. Can you imagine that? 
yeah. <laughs> COVID babies that you know of? <laughs> what? <laughs> With you? You never know. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I'm really invested in Brett's love life. And how's that My going? love life? Yeah. It's really it's interesting. Non-existent. Brett has game. Right there with you. He has some really I have game. this like weird, like, I'm oh. really awkward and shy game. I don't we, know if you notice that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but you haven't I, made it. I haven't tried to pick you up at a bar, so you I don't. You haven't spent enough time around <laughs> it. When's the last date you had? The last date? Right before, right before I left for... I think you right before COVID. <laughs> right before... Right, uh, last date was probably college. So 2014. 2014, yeah, yeah. me too. 2014. Uh, so right before you left for Europe. Jason is... Um, he took his Nicorette gum out. Um, before we get into the, the golden thing, I used to live with Jason, right? Yeah. Jason Scott and, his, and Scott's his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but I would find gum everywhere. And one time I found gum like on like the ledge of the door. It was like... Oh, you have to like reach up and put the gum up there. And I saw it there. I'm like, who the f- I didn't know Jason like had this problem of taking gum out before when he, when he did bits. I yeah. didn't know that yet. I'm like, who the fuck is putting gum on our door? And then I finally found out it was Jason. But what, what was like the psychology behind? Because it's like, it's like you're there and you have to get a, a bit done. You got to shoot. And so you're like, he takes his gum out. Or literally like someone will walk up with a camera and the moment is there. So you're like, <laughs> He puts it and then you start doing a bit. And, and then of course you forget about it. Yeah. And so there's a couple yeah. pieces of gum up there and then you find like Nicorette packages everywhere. It's just, it was so funny. <laughs> Making YouTube videos, you don't even know where anything is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Lose your keys or you're just not even there. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Uh, so Jason, when, uh, when we were 2018, when we were uh, really vlogging, it was me, Jason, Scott. And then Scott and I shared like a cute little cubicle. Mm-hmm. We had like a connecting desk and we would edit there. And then across the hall would be Jason, and he'd be editing. And right. the other room would be David, he'd be editing. So some days it'd be really yeah, loud, fun. And then some days it would be super quiet because we're all editing. And it yeah. was so much fun. That sounds because so everyone fun. came over to our house. Everyone this is 2018. Was 2018. What was like, really fun is like Scott would post his video, then I would post it like 10 minutes later, and then Todd would post his video, and then yeah. and then David would post his, and that and that was really fun. Then we'd all be done, and we'd feel really good about we posted our videos and yeah. blah, blah blah. But that was really it. It, it was. A lot I really of fun. wish like I knew you guys during those days. Like I hear yeah. these stories, and I'm like, like it, that sounds like a really fun period in your guys' life. Yeah, it was really good. They would like it was an interesting time because I was like. I was completely broke. I had no money. And like, I just started a channel and the channel doesn't, wasn't even bringing in any money yet. Yeah. Like, so I was like, oh man. And so then I just like found this house, asked Scott if he wanted to move in. And he's like, well, can Todd come? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it was just like, um, or it no. was great. I like lived off Scott for like three months, six did months. You? <laughs> like I totally did. I like ate his peanut butter and stuff. <laughs> 
Does kidding. he know about this? I don't think so. It, it, was, a, so it was a fun house. That same year, uh, Jason and David, they have a podcast, obviously, and they did like a Views yeah. podcast tour. And they're like, hey, do you guys want to go? Me, Scott, Zane, and Heath. And that was so much fun because I, I remember we were like all traveling together. And it would be like five in the morning with to catch a flight. And Scott's fucking drinking in the morning. He's like, anybody want a shot? I'm like, fuck, okay, okay I'll have a shot with you. <laughs> so me and Scott would be wasted like traveling to like these like venues. Yeah. And then... I remember one time we were leaving we went, we, after the after the podcast tour or the, the show. We went out, drank, and like stayed up all night. Yeah. And then there's a vlog of like me and Scott like wasted at the airport, and it's just like so funny like doing everything yeah. like together and, and you like, live we're, like, like a real rock star life. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it felt like. We're like that's going so cool. like, hopping from venue to venue, hanging out together. It was yeah. it was cool. Not for me. I was like dying, <laughs> trying to get my suitcase <laughs> to my room. <laughs> We used to wear costumes on the plane sometimes. That was fun. Uh, oh, oh yeah. my god, I heard about this yeah. this whole thing. I wore Snow White once. Oh my Jason god. Jason wore um an orange okay, jumpsuit. Well, one one time. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everybody thought that went pretty well. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. That was funny. Like everyone thought it was funny. Yeah. People on the plane and people in the airport. Everyone was having like a good time with it. So yeah. then the next week. It was like, oh, what about like a prisoner? And you're like handcuffed in an orange jumpsuit. And I was like, I was like, that sounds really, really, really good. Yeah. And not thinking that like, and so like I, I go into the bathroom, I change into the jumpsuit. I'm like walking through LAX. I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. walking like that with like bare feet. And like people are like laughing, like they kind of get it. They like it. And then we walk up to the, the counter at the airport and the guy laughs. He's like, haha, yeah. that's really funny. He's like, you have to put shoes on though. And I was like, yes, of course I'll put the shoes on. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then we got on the plane and then what happened? You know, this you, part of the story. You, better. You, we got on the plane. This is like a, the big international plan for United. So like yeah. big, like lay down seats. Like right. there's like three rows uh, in first <laughs> yeah, class. Yeah, like, like first class seats, big. which are so important and so yeah, nice to yeah. get. Like when you can get first class. Lay down, yeah, change the whole, whole game. game. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah, you like, so like excited. You, you like flying, you know, you get to fucking sleep in the flight. And we're paying for the seats, you know, yeah. like yeah. it's not like some company paid for it. It's going right. out of our pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I have, it's me, I have my seat, Zane's in front of me, I think Scott's next to me. We're like, we're all together, Heath. Yeah. And then Jason's not on the plane yet. And he walks, he hobbles on the plane. <laughs> and the flight attendants are like kind of like freaking out like i can i can i can hear them they're like they're tripping out they're like what, what what's going on like what, what the fuck is this and, so and to be clear we did check it with everybody yeah we're yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. totally fine you're yeah. Really fine yeah but but they didn't know this was a bit they thought maybe you were no they knew, they knew they knew okay. we were like goofy people and yeah whatever. okay and then so there's a key and i think you had the key and you gave it to me right and he's handcuffed yeah and then so i took the key and i put it in my mouth and I pretended to swallow it. Oh my god! And I spit it out, and no one saw. And Zane's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he swallowed it. He swallowed the key." And then Zane like draws. <laughs> you said you swallowed it. Oh, did I? Yeah, you're oh, like, yeah. I swallowed it. It's gone. <laughs> Wait, but this is for the camera. This is for David's camera. Yeah, it's for the camera. And I knew you didn't swallow yeah, it. Yeah, everyone knew I didn't swallow it, but but Zane, Zane believed I, it. I convinced him my acting was like decent. I guess it was really good. And best acting performance. Some of the best. Some of the best. So Zane, Zane thought I swallowed the key, and oh, yeah. I, I did tell him, and he's like, "Oh my god." He's like freaking out, and then he draws like more attention to to us, and he grabs one of the flight attendants. Like, we need a doctor. Is there a doctor on the flight? <laughs> no. we, we, we haven't taken off yet. He's like, we need a doctor, and like the flight attendants like start to get more aggravated, and then one of them yells, "9/11 isn't a joke." <laughs> oh, out of yeah. nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> so got dark. really heated, and then um, eventually they came up to us like, "You guys have to get off this flight." <laughs> Right? Is that what happened? Yeah, they said they'd be more comfortable if you left, and yeah. and we were like, we were like, felt so bad. We were like, oh yes, we'll leave right now. Like, yeah. we're so sorry, we're so sorry, we're so sorry. <laughs> so we hopped off the, we got off the, the flight. flight. And that was it. No, so we, what happened was, 
we had to take two flights, so we split up. Yeah. And then we all had to sit in the back of the planes, <laughs> and we didn't get to lay down. And you lost all your money. Like, what was the doctor going to yeah. do if you swallowed the key? Like, you just poop it out. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. Pump my stomach. One time I showed Zane's balls in a video. Oh, you did? By accident, yeah. Oh, that's not good. No. That was up for like mm. a while, right? A whole day, almost? <laughs> was up for a couple hours. Zane, Zane called Jason. He's like, Jason, did you, did you leave my balls on a YouTube video? <laughs> <laughs> he was like on a couch and he had no to. underwear on and just like hanging out. But to be fair, like a couple years later, he did the same exact thing to me. Oh, he did? Yeah, like I, I was like running without my pants or something and um, he forgot to blur it. Well, it that's what we're doing uh, to you right now. <laughs> balls up. Jason has actually very long balls. Oh, he does? I've touched them before. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Gravity. Yeah. That's great. He has, this, he has like the biggest, saggiest balls. It's a, I think it's a compliment. Yeah. I think it just shows how manly yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. People love it. You know, that's why Jason <laughs> has so lower attractive. Jason has lower back problems. Because <laughs> of his so balls. Funny. Nicki Minaj um made a rant about um about balls. About the vaccine. Oh. oh nice. How it how it did something to her cousin's balls or something like that. Oh yeah. And so I made a joke. I'm like <laughs> and she's like against the vaccine, right? And I made a joke, I'm like I wonder how many men are running to get the vaccine now because it makes your balls bigger. <laughs> oh, that's good. Did right? you put that on Twitter? No, I didn't put oh, that on Twitter. That's, no, a, that's a good Twitter joke. I said it's right. a Scott. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you just see a bunch of men just getting in line to get vaccinated. Like, this will make my balls bigger, right? Yeah. I was talking to a doctor one time and she told me that men would call and ask her um, if they can make her their balls bigger, right? Yeah. And so she told me a story about a guy like, enlarged his balls like the size of a fist how what do they put on it i forget i don't it's you know who it's a uh, novice oh she told me that what do they take like the fat from your ass and put it on your balls yeah i have no idea she hasn't done it to me yet <laughs> yet <laughs> bonus episode yeah this is probably yeah, that's for the patreon <laughs> um Funny. do you have like a um celebrity crush like a celebrity crush celebrity crush um uh scarlett johansson okay that's a good she's oh, the yeah. best lady gaga yeah. No, probably Lady Gaga over Scarlett Johansson. Oh, really? Did you have um Stephanie? Oh my! Do you know her? No. My God, Lady Gaga! I saw her. Well, I listened to her on Howard once, and I just like fell in love with her. Like, she told this story. You know that? You know that song, "Edge of Glory." I'm on yeah. The edge. This is what did it for me. So it's like it's like a it's like a uh, techno song or whatever. It's like mm. I'm on the edge of glory, right? And uh, and so he just he just randomly asked her. He goes. He goes, what's that song Edge of Glory about? And she goes, oh, she goes, well, it's actually about my grandfather dying like that. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow, like, how can that like dance song be about your grandfather dying? And then she transposes the song and plays it on piano. Right. And she's like, she's like, I was in the hospital. And, you know, she's like so New York and so cool. She's like, I was in the hospital. My grandfather was dying. She's like, and I was holding his hand and it just came to me. <laughs> he's like, he's on the edge. He's on the edge of glory. And then she awesome. plays it like really, you can, if you like, you can look it up on YouTube. Uh -huh. She plays it like really slow, just on the piano. Fucking crush me. Yeah. Unreal. Damn. That, that's actually, the, it was the cherry tree sessions with her that made me become a huge fan, which is very similar. What's that? Where, where she did three songs like off of her first album. Kind of like the NPR. Like Poker Face, uh -huh. uh, a couple others, and she transposed all of them into ballads. And I remember, oh. like, and I remember being like, she is like a true generational talent. She's like, unreal. Yeah. And she's been that's in the scene for a while. It's, I remember like her coming out like when we were like in high school. Just in high school, yeah. She's so good in the movie with Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. She really is. I love stuff like that. That's my favorite. Probably like my favorite things about music is like things that like give you chills like that. Like like one time I watched a documentary 
about like Jay-Z. It's like a really old documentary. And in the in the documentary I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. <laughs> That's really good. Sorry. That's really good. Thank you. Um and he and so part of the documentary, they just cut to Kanye West as like a young producer. <laughs> right. And he's still he's like kind of dorky or whatever. He's Go ahead. No, I was just gonna... And and so he's like, he's basically like saying, he's like, he's like, he's like, my shit's the best. He's like, my shit's the best. He's like, I'm gonna get on this album. I'm yeah. gonna get on Jay. When Jay Z walks in here, he's not gonna know what fucking hit him like that. And you're like, wow, like wow, yeah. this guy's so confident. And then he goes in. Jay Z like comes in and he's Jay Z and he starts playing like just that. Uh, da, 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 like just dirt up your shoulder and you're like oh my god i'm like you that's the song but it's yeah. not done yet it's just the beat that's the coolest stuff that's the coolest yeah, stuff i love that like i just listened to or watched the whole hulu special with rick rubin and oh I, you told me to watch that. i have to watch it's that it's unbelievable and like is it the paul know, mccartney i love yeah, shit like that special. Special. Yeah. Yeah. montage of heck you ever see that one montage no. of heck's great oh Kirk my god amy. bro you haven't seen it no kurt cobain bro you gotta oh, really? watch it yeah, yeah. it's so good i've seen part of amy i've seen amy yeah yeah, yeah. amy's good montage um, of heck's better do you ever hear the story so cool. you ever hear the story when we met benny blanco <laughs> no what happened so funny I love so we went over to like film with charlie puth because charlie puth has perfect pitch right right and that was going to be the bit for the blog and charlie puth so nice great guy yeah. like so talented and charlie does the bit and he's motherfucker has perfect pitch like it's yeah. so good right and then like we're like in a nice house it's charlie puth's house you know whatever like really nice, yeah. good vibe you know yeah. whatever and then this like disheveled <laughs> like yeah. paunchy slightly like yeah. hair all over the place big bug eyes whatever <laughs> he like walks in and i've got my eye on this guy i'm like this is hilarious like this yeah. must be charlie's pool boy yeah <laughs> like this this must be the guy that like gets charlie's postmates <laughs> yeah you know and he's like because he's not giving you much he's like lying on the couch he looks stoned i don't know if he is does drugs or whatever but he looks stoned whatever and then uh, i start talking to him and I felt like the biggest fucking idiot. And then eventually they're like, no, that's Benny Blanco, like the biggest producer that of all time. So funny. So funny. And then he goes, we, David asked him, he's like, he's like, so like, what songs have you done? Yeah. And Benny, Benny was like, he's like, well, like, you know, like every song that you've heard in the last 20 years, <laughs> he's like, I did all those. It's wild. He did Katy Perry's album, right? I think so. Yeah. I think he's done everything. He's a, he did, it wasn't yeah. in like a braggy way. Like, no, yeah. No, the way yeah. he is, he's so funny. Like, yeah. You know, like, he's like, hey, Jason. He's the best. Hey, Jason. Wait, so right. You're from Connecticut. Jason's from Boston. Did you know that? I think I knew that, but. I knew you're from Connecticut. And where did you go to college? Uh, UMass. Okay, so you stayed in Massachusetts and then. Yeah, I didn't have a choice. That was the only school I got into. <laughs> okay. Yeah. State uh, school. They have to take you to. And then after college. Nobody does not get into UMass. You know that? <laughs> I didn't know. No, that. no. You, you, they, really they have to take you. Did you graduate? Yeah. And yeah, what, I graduated. What was your major? In, in Amherst? Communications, which Communications? is a bullshit major. Hey, I, 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 I was a comm major. And I, th I thought it was. The worst. I, I took it because it was, I thought it was Such a bullshit major. But actually, I had a fucking. My thesis was like 50 something pages long. Oh, really? And maybe it doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but I was like, 50 is a lot. This is fucking yeah. shitty. I wrote my thesis on SNL. Oh, you did? Oh, you did? I think it was like 14 pages. Oh, oh wow. Crazy. Something like that. Why, yeah. why SNL? Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. 
Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Because <laughs> I were, I interned there. Oh, you, for who? <laughs> for, for McDonald. You know this stuff. <laughs> 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 it's like I'm on the Today Show all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> so, so your name is Jocelyn? <laughs> <laughs> Brett, yeah, Brett, take the mic with your mouth. I know, guys. Guys, know. Brett's having trouble. Mic trouble. He doesn't. Did you notice that I was having No, I, I think you're doing fine. But I if they're saying sh- it's not working. I think we should get, not picking it up. Just it'll change. I, I had to go to China two years ago to give a te- like a masterclass TED talk. Oh no way! And they gave me like a Britney Spears mic. Oh great! And there was something so awkward about not knowing what to do with your hands when yeah, you're giving yeah, a yeah. speech that I get out there and I just come out like 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 this. <laughs> I'm like, like a T Rex. Yeah, and I'm like like I don't know where I'm like don't know what to do with my hands and I start this speech and then I how long of a speech? It was an hour long. What? And I and on the music business. Yeah, they, they they wanted to do it on the music business. But you they, went to China to give an hour speech on music. I didn't believe him when business. he told me. That's pictures nuts. So it's also they really, pay you. Uh, yeah, they paid me, and they paid for like they they spent like, they, they bought a first class flight, five star hotels. I was in China for like ten days. Wow. I, gave, I think, uh, and you did it in Mandarin. No, no, they <laughs> no. That was the funniest thing. Oh, so they, I have this like mic, and then they had a translator for me translating everything I said from oh. English to Mandarin. So everyone else had these little like <laughs> like little headphones on that was, and they were listening what I was saying, and it was translating. Oh wow! But it must have been cool to hear your words come out in Chinese. Yeah, I mean, it was a really bizarre experience, but also they made a PowerPoint for me uh-huh. that like was playing behind me, and I didn't know what the next slides were going to be on the PowerPoint. So <laughs> they said, we'll make the PowerPoint for you, and you can just go with it. And I was like, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't even know, like, I didn't know what I was walking myself into. So I was like, sure. And really they, they knew that I had worked, like, I had worked on a song for Justin Bieber. Like, Purpose. That was, that was like right. my first song, my first foray into the, into the music industry, I guess. Yeah. And... The picture that they chose, they go to the slide and they didn't even put any words on the page because it's like if they put it in English, it wouldn't mean anything. It was just a shirtless picture of Justin Bieber. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I, I have a little clicker to go to the next slides and I don't know what to expect. And I click next slide. And then all of a sudden, this, like, behind me, as I'm like already not knowing what to do with my hands, this shirtless picture of Justin Bieber appears behind me. And I look and I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, I was like, so, yes. Uh, just, I was like, Justin Bieber and like, these Chinese people are clapping. <laughs> Stuff. Right. Like, it was the most awkward experience of my life. So the, I, it started, the track starts to play. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> Go sing. Go right. No, I'm not here to sing. I just no, wanted no, to do the TED Talk. That's not even the song I did. <laughs> it was funny. Um, but no, I, I, when I think they about think it. They think you're Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> they all start taking pictures of me. 
<laughs> the track starts It's been a horrible mistake. <laughs> no, you got it all wrong. Um, no, but I, I definitely am scarred by those those Britney Spears mics now. Did you know Brett when he was uh, he he showed me this this whole story. He told me this whole story when he was in high school. Yeah. He he made the, like the news like the newspaper and like was like on like the local news. For what he raised? Would you raise like so? I mean, thousands a, of dollars this is for a, a crazy story. Danielle probably has heard this so many times, but. Um, I was actually the first person ever to use Facebook to raise awareness for charity. Oh, okay. To raise, okay. Uh, to use Facebook. I, I, I jumped out before you finished the sentence. Yeah. To was, raise awareness for charity. So I was actually the first person on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> him, what? And Zuck, him and Zuckerberg no, no, are pretty I, tight. No, so when I was 14 years old, I went to go visit my grandmother who had Parkinson's disease. Right. And I had just gotten bar mitzvah like six months or a year before. And I, so I had some money that I wanted to give. So I had this idea. I was like, I'm going to go on Facebook and say for every person that joins this group, wow. I'm going to donate a certain amount of money to Parkinson's. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, I'm going to invite like the 200 friends I have on Facebook. I'll tell them all to invite a few friends. If a thousand people are in this group, I'll donate like a, like a few hundred bucks to Parkinson's. This will be great. And, and now he's using social media for a good cause. <laughs> and, and like Facebook at the time too had this huge, like this negative connotation. Yeah. Like high school kids were just allowed. I think it was like first week of my freshman year of high school. Wow. So I make this group the first day, like the 200 friends join the next day, a few days later, a thousand kids join. Then like wow. 3000 people join. And then they're like, they put me in the local newspaper. They put me on the local news. Next thing wow. I know, it starts to build traction. I wake up one morning, like a month later, and there's like 75,000 people in this group. In the group? And I'm like, mom, dad, like because I had pledged that I would donate like 17 cents per, which was my grandmother's favorite number. I said, I'll donate 17 cents to Parkinson's per person. I was 14 years old and owed $10,000. Oh, no way. So I was like freaking out. So then I called the news station back up, the local news station. I said, put me back on the news. My parents were like, what is he doing? Hey. And I went on the news. I didn't tell anybody what I was doing. And I announced to millions of people like in, in, in Connecticut that I was going to put on a, a – a, I was going to raise all the money and do a walk for Parkinson's bake sales. I started announcing all these different things that I was going to do wow. on the news to raise the money. So then I had no choice but to do it. Right. And then the first, the, the, the main way that I raised the money was actually through doing a benefit concert wow. at, at a local venue. And that was the first concert I ever booked. That's how I raised most of the money. And that's how I got into the music. Industry. Wow. So that's all, so all, cool. And then no one ever believed me that like I had kind of started this trend on on uh facebook, facebook. Uh, it was always just a, it was like an urban legend uh -huh. and then years later facebook came out with facebook for dummies yeah and it was like in barnes and nobles it was everywhere and if you went into the index it said right under barack obama it said brett bass and then you could go to the page that it would tell you and it was a page on on charity wow. and it told my story as wow. the, uh, in the facebook for dummies about how i do you I still this. have the group I mean, the, the Facebook ended up getting rid of groups a few years later uh, and made pages. So, right, right, right. So it kind of like deactivated. And honestly, once it hit 75,000 people, I, I closed the group. I made it so private. Yeah. Because I was having like, I think at the time I was a scared 14 year old kid. Right. I, you know, like, I don't think I realized that the support I got from the community, like Walmart, the local Walmart actually hit me up and gave me a thousand dollars. And they said, here's a thousand dollars. Use this money to, ra you know, raise more like right. to, to, to like be an entrepreneur. So that was actually the, some of the mo money I used. To oh, that's the so, concert. Cool. so like, I think looking back, I probably could have kept the group going and kept growing it and continued to get support from the community. But mm -hmm. 
when, to me at 14 years old, $10,000 sounded like so daunting. I was, yeah. I'm, I was like, I got to go raise this money. I'm going to close the group and I'll just raise it. And that Damn. was kind of like, if I look back at it, you know, my career, like that was this, like you, when you look at like where everything kind of started, like that was for me mm-hmm. the start of, of like my entrepreneurship and, and creativity and everything, yeah. which is pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Well, Todd, you ever do anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I created a page for uh, uh, Boner Pills. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I actually helped out 000. a lot of old men in the neighborhood. Yeah, for every person speech. that joins this group, I'll donate one Boner Pill to, uh, to Jason. <laughs> you'd be surprised. I actually had some teachers yeah. come into my house pick up some Boner Pills. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, is this, is this true? <laughs> sure. You were... You were uh, the king of boner pills in yeah. Huntington, right? Yeah, I was the, the, uh, Huntington Beach boner pills. You sold. Yeah, I yeah. sold boner pills on the side. You know, kids, you think they wanted to buy weed, but they really just wanted <laughs> rhino pills. Yeah. And I said, be careful. This could give you a headache later in the morning. You know, I used to go out in Huntington. <laughs> I a couple times I went to the. I thought I was going to get lucky. Um, I would go to the gas station and. Me and my friends, we would pop those rhino pills and then we'd drink, <laughs> hoping to get, you know, yeah. lucky. Did and they work? Yeah, they worked like they're oh, they were insane. Really? Yeah, like the they hurt at the gas station. Yeah. Oh wow! Like they hurt the next morning. Your hit like, your head or your genitals? Your boner, your penis, and your head. <laughs> really? Yeah, I had a headache and then I had a raging boner. What's That's in pretty there? Cool. Rhino? <sighs> I think uh, tusk, ho- horny goat weed. Oh right, right, right. That's a real thing too, horny goat weed. Um, but yeah, they were they would give me a big headache. I only took them a couple times, you know. I didn't really need them. Do you have to be eighteen to buy those? I don't think so. <laughs> Should we try it out? Have Wyatt go buy some? <laughs> yeah. Did, we have a thing, something in common. Okay. My first internship. Yeah. Was on was on Rockefeller Center. No way. Yeah. Where? So I worked in the uh, right right next door in the Atlantic Building, the Warner Building. Yep. Um, and so I would pass, I would pass Rockefeller every day. Well, quick. Oh, you work for Warner. Worked for Warner. Got it. But it was in the. Where did you live? I would take the train. Take the train from Connecticut. Yeah. But I took the train from New Jersey. Oh, you did. Yeah. But the funny story that happened right in front of Rockefeller Center. The day I went in to get the internship or the job or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, I. It was like during like one of the coldest days of the year. Yeah. It was like negative ten degrees. I'm walking down the street. I just finished my my uh first semester of freshman year it was like christmas time yeah and i one of the classes that i took because i was like i just want to get through college was a first aid responder class <laughs> and i was a certified first aid responder and as i'm walking up to my meeting no way at, right in front of no the way. Like, this old woman <laughs> trips and falls and smashes her face on the curb and is bleeding everywhere and she's probably 80 years old and it's freezing and just in typical new york fashion people are like stepping over her and i am like i am maybe like 10 feet away and i'm like this can't be happening like it's this is literally right in front of rockefeller center and i walk up and i'm like i'm like miss i'm a first aid responder like i can assist you (laughs) and in that moment i realized i'm like i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss the biggest meeting of my life but i have to save this woman yeah sure so i like pick up her teeth off the ground i start cleaning up her blood i call an ambulance i make sure like I wait with her. I make sure she doesn't go into shock. The ambulance comes. I put her into the ambulance. I like, literally blood on me from like saving this woman's life. And I walk into the meeting and I'm like, I'm so sorry I'm late. I just, and I told them the whole story in the meeting. And I was like, I just saved this woman's life. And years <laughs> later they told me, they were like, you know, 
the reason we hired you is when you left the meeting, we said, how can we not hire a kid <laughs> that just saved an old woman's life on the way to this meeting <laughs> where we were trying to hire That's him. really good. So that's good. actually how I think I got the job. Oh, wow. Um, that's great, man. Yeah, oh, so you're always helping man, people. That's the yeah. second story you've told where you help people yeah, yeah. that it turned out good for you. I guess I guess that's a sign. That, um, is, that is a sign to be that way. So what's your story about how you got hired on Rockefeller Center? Oh, listen, <laughs> my mom drove me down. I had an interview with yeah. Dateline and SNL. I yeah. didn't want the Dateline one. You were in college at the time? I was in college. Yeah, yeah. She drove me down and um, my mom went and got me a three-piece suit uh, at so, Marshall's for you the like, interview. Like 20? Yeah, I was like 20, yeah. 21, 20. And, and I was like, she's like, you know, you got to look good. You got to look good. You got you to gotta impress these people, yeah. you know? And then I remember getting off the elevator at SNL and being like, Oh my god! Like nobody fucking wears a three-piece suit like at SNL. Like the whole thing is like yeah. designed to be like against like it's right. counterculture. Like that's in its like DNA. Yeah. And like I was like I feel like such an idiot. So then I went in anyway and I, like talked to the woman. I was so not impressive at all. Yeah. She would just like ask me questions, and I was like, she's like, do you watch the show? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I love the show. Yeah. Like I love Sandler. Uh. And then um, and I like started I like started to walk out. And I was like, there's no way I got it. And then she goes, she goes, hey, can you be here uh, five days a week or yeah. seven days a week? Something like that. She, can you be here all the time? And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can be here yeah. all the time because most kids wouldn't didn't want to like work for free. They like yeah. were going to NYU and they're like, yeah, I'll do a day at SNL or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I can be here all the time. And she was like, OK, you're hired. And oh, that was awesome. it. That was great. And that was like there of like Sandler and Spade. The first year I was there was Sandler, Spade, Farley. Uh, the second so year sick. I was there when I had a job there, I went back and that was like Norm and Will Ferrell, wow. and David Koechner and Tracy yeah. Morgan. That's I Colin mean that's Quinn. iconic. And were you like really a fun. fan like as a kid of like the Chevy Chase era and Dana Carvey and stuff? Chevy Chase was hard for me to watch because like there was no YouTube. Okay. So like I was like let's see, Chevy Chase was gone by like nineteen. 76 and bill murray was gone by 1980 okay. and i was only like seven years old then so i didn't know yeah. it then i knew like dana carvey right so yeah so then i got it and then i would work there was I, there i stayed there for like a, a month i stayed there for three months i worked for the then, fall did you work, did you work for norm when yeah you, i started working like, for norm rest in peace he wow. just passed which sucks it's horrible what did um, you do what did you do for him just get his coffee i here? would Help write jokes. Get the coffee. The back then you would have to fax jokes. Mm -hmm. So there was probably <laughs> no way. There was probably like maybe a hundred people that would fax jokes in from all over the country. Yeah. So I would get those and like then mark the jokes yeah. and would, try to pick the ones that he liked. And would he write his own jokes as well, or was it just kind of like getting jokes from like writers on this? He he was he was like the master of like taking someone's joke and, and making it like yeah. completely his and rewriting it. So that was that was what I saw the most uh -huh. was that he would take something that was like yeah that's pretty funny, and then he would like draw a line through the punchline and then write write something that was complete. That was what he told me. That was like the one thing that I remember he told me he was like, um, he was like you know the the he's like the the secret to what or what I do is like to make the punchline as far away from the setup as you could possibly go. Wow, and that was his whole mantra he never yeah. he never like taught me anything like that but that was the only thing he ever taught me mm -hmm. you know he never yeah. it was more like more osmosis like just watching yeah and like trying to um i mean that, that was crazy to me at the time to to like to be just to be next to sandler or yeah, yeah. to be like one time like one time like sandler 
he just walked up to me and he was like, Hey, can you uh, go get my girlfriend some perfume? Like stuff like that. Like they were yeah. so nice. Like, Spade was so nice. That's so cool. I got two jokes on the air. You for did? Update. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. One was about, one was about Rosa Moda who won the Boston marathon and she had like armpit hair. Okay. Um, and then I can't remember the other one, but I did get two on. Do you remember what episode? No, it was it was one of the seasons. It was probably whatever season Norm was doing update. We could probably we could probably go back through the updates and and find it. Yeah, we should watch that. Was it Norm that That's so gave cool. the jokes? Yeah, Norm delivered That's the jokes. Them. Yeah. Wow. Did yeah. He, like, he was like, was he stoked that you like had these jokes? Like, no, no, no. It, he wasn't it was like, like no. He he probably didn't even know it was mine. <laughs> was there like a feeling of accomplishment that you can remember when like? You heard, like, you were watching SNL and then you hear... You got the joke on? Yeah, yeah, that was insane. I can't even imagine. Like, I remember standing, like, watching it live, like, in the yeah. studio and being like... <laughs> Did you tell your mom? <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! That's my joke! Like, Jason, That's my job. joke! Yeah. Is yeah. your mom stoked? Yeah. I, that She was more stoked if she, like, saw me in something, I yeah. think. Yeah. Like, I, I was, like, an extra couple times. Really? Like, yeah. Wow. Because they would pay you. They would like. They knew like I wasn't getting paid well. They'd be like, "Oh, here yeah. you can be an extra in this yeah, thing because cool. you're there anyway." Yeah. Like, you don't leave. That's so cool. I How saw Chris Martin like rehearse once. That was Jesus. fucking cool. Like right when they started. Right. Remember. Remember the first album. Yeah. yeah Parachutes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they were brand new. Wow. You're like, so wow. Cool. Like this is a cool fucking band. I know. My my first recollection of Norm Macdonald was Billy Madison. Me too. Yeah, you yeah, Billy yeah, yeah. He's like, where's Billy? He's, he's like his friend uh, yeah. that, he, that he would hang out with in the, or the, at the pool. At the pool, yeah. yeah his yeah. pool friend, yeah. He's He was... Geez, so You funny. know, the thing was, is like, I didn't realize till maybe like 20 years later, like, that he, he nobody was like him. Like, I just took it for granted that yeah. everybody was that funny, you know, because I work for him. Mm -hmm. But then later, once I like started, like got out into the world, I was like, Oh wait, no. He he was like a, a, a genius. The funniest. Uh, he wow. the, the funniest person I've ever met, hands down. Damn. Like ridiculously funny. Yeah. I told this story already. Mm. Uh, well, I'll tell it again. I'm telling it for the third time. I probably shouldn't tell it. <laughs> they like invited me out. You know, like all the, the some of the cast members and some of the writers, which is like, oh my god, like you're so excited, you can't even fucking believe it. Even yeah. the writers are like, you can't even fucking believe it. Like, yeah. And um. They invited me out and like, so we went to a bar or whatever. And then, and then I hooked up with this Australian girl and, um, and then I, um, and I was like new to the city. Like, you know, when you're in New York city and you're like 20, like it's scary as fuck. Yeah. Like it's super scary. And, uh, and so then I, I came into work the next day and like, and I said to Norm, I was like, I was like, Norm, I was like, don't tell anyone this. He's like, can I tell you something? Like, can I confide in you? Let's just like, you don't confide in like a comedian or whatever, like ever, like I'm so dumb and so green. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, 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 sure. What is it? Man? And I was like, I was like, last night, this girl, she tried to put uh, cocaine on my penis. And she snorted, she snorted cocaine off my penis like that. And he was like, what? He's like, that's crazy. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, wow, that's a crazy story. And I was like, but don't tell anyone, you know? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't tell anybody, you know? <laughs> and, and then like five minutes later, the, uh, the UPS guy comes in with packages every day. He's like a guy we see every single day. Yeah. It's like another one of my jobs to get all the packages. And uh, and he's like in there and he's like, he's like, ah, oh, here you go, Norm, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, thanks, Richie. And then like Richie's walking out and he's like, oh, Richie, eh? by the way, you know Jason? And he's like, the intern? And then uh, he's, like, he's like, no, no, I don't know Jason. He goes, this guy here? He likes to put cocaine on his cock. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I don't, I don't. I, I. Uh, 
And he was like, well, that's what you said, isn't it? You just told me that, right? <laughs> And I was like, no, no, I didn't, I didn't say that. And oh so God. funny. And then he would just, that's all he would say that's for so the next, funny. like, you know, the entire year. Yeah, at yeah. any moment, she'd be like, this is a guy that likes cocaine on his cock. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. And your impression of, I mean, I think your impression is like pretty spot on it's for me at least. On. It's so funny. so funny. This guy, Jason, oh. he likes to put cocaine on his cock. One time, yeah. one, one time uh, I got to, Farley was there that one year. And in he but he was gone a lot because they were making movies. Like mm -hmm. they were they would he would come Tell in on boy. like Friday and or maybe just maybe even just come in on Saturday and just yeah. do the sketch and go back out to, to film Tommy Board or whatever they were so yeah. funny. I learned so much the way he, he could like tune everything so well. Chris Farley? Yeah. Yeah. Like he could play the audience so well. Like he would come in and he would he would just like first he would walk in and be like, Hey, what's going on, everybody? And everybody would just like start fucking laughing. And wow. then and then um there was a guy there, another comedian, Dennis Miller, and he would go, um, he would go, he would beg Dennis Miller to make fun of him. And I thought that blew my mind. I was like, what? I was like, why would you want someone to fucking make fun of you? Now you're like the funniest, like it. maybe one of the funniest people in the world. He'd be like, do it, Dennis, do it. Make fun of me. <laughs> He's like, tell me how fat I am. Like that. And that blew my mind. Dude. I was like, and it was so funny. And then and then he would do it and he would fucking eviscerate Farley. And he, Farley just didn't care at all. Wow. That was so freeing to That's... see that. It's kind of mind blowing, especially mind blowing. Like today's yeah, age, yeah, yeah. Like, he I mean, was fearless. Now I feel like a, like a little bitch reading a comment on on the internet. Right. That's you know? why I'm when like, we're all like making videos and stuff, I'm yeah. like, oh no, that's like nothing compared wow. to like this is like in your face, like someone saying like the worst things they could say about you. Do it, Dennis. Just call me a fat <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah. So funny. Wow, that's, that's so cool. That's crazy. And he would talk. He, he would talk to me about my. One time, he like talked to me about my mom. Uh -huh. He was just like, "Oh, he's like, oh, you love your mom, do you?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And he was like making fun of me. And then when he left, right, right after he left, he like turned to me and he was like, he was like, "Hey, he's like, I want you to know." He's like, "I wasn't too hard on you, was I?" Like that. And I was oh like, "No, no, no, no." He's like, "I was just, you know." <laughs> Hope I didn't hurt your feelings or anything. Like so nice. That's crazy. Damn, the that's nicest. Rad. Yeah. Well, that's just another episode of The Good Boys with Todd and Brett. I'm Brett. This is Todd. Thank you, Jason, for for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. It's fun. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. So, uh, thank you for watching. We'll see you guys uh, next time. <laughs> Later. And roll the music. Uh,